welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. How is everybody doing today? We are blessed, highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. Amazing. That's what I like. Amazing. That is what I like to hear. 
grateful. We gotta be saying thank you. Thank you, God and the universe for everything. Thank you for what is to come. Man, you know, sometimes I feel like we think we even know what's gonna happen. And and then we like get so you know excited about even bigger things that happen in the world. I mean, just mom link, like yesterday we were like, man, we just got interviewed for Les Brown's network. Like what? You know what I mean? Like I remember back in the day we were babies at this game. We were still trying to figure out what kind of room topics and titles to host. And we're hosting, you know, amazing rooms on our third virtual summit. Uh, we'll probably pin that link to the top. If you don't mind Lolita, that would be great. Oh, Make sure before we move, we, we change that link. Uh, make sure that you're checking on that Lolita's link and uh, getting that book because she is a power. She's another one of our community members in the mom link, adding so much value. We're so grateful for you, Lolita, and so many of the other beautiful women and supportive men on this stage in our community. I am Gina Skelton, known as the Momerator and co-founder of the incredible mom link community here on this platform and off. We are a community of empowered and encouraged mompreneurs and females in business that seek to exchange knowledge and information, resources, and tools to help grow our business and achieve our goals in life. Uh, we are just, just the tip of the iceberg in what we've been able to do uh, with changing lives and helping women and creating connections and networks of of women who cancel the culture of competition amongst women and come together to collaborate um, in every way, in business and in life, and um, support each other and celebrate each other, our wins, our dreams, our successes. You know, it's, it's an environment where I say we fix each other's crowns without having to tell the world that your crown was crooked and make sure everyone in this community you know, uh, levels up and rises to their fullest potentials. We are so freaking passionate, passionate, man, about seeing the women in our community win. And so it's kind of fitting today for us to be talking about our network because the mom link has truly, if I can toot our own horn for a second, built an incredible community, an amazing network. Crystal calls it, you know, a, a virtual Rolodex of women that you know, you can find anything that you need in, in this space. If you need help with your Instagram growth, we have social media strategists like Whitney K. We were just on her uh, membership platform for her mastermind, for her community, collaborating with her. We have women like Ashley Wilkerson, where we were just in her 48-hour room of phenomenal women leading, and we were collaborating with her and hosted a full hour with her, which was incredible. Uh, if you need, I don't know, right now we need help on the back end with some legal stuff and tax stuff. And we have Wendy, who's on stage, I believe, who's helping us with that. So it's just amazing to see such an incredible group of women coming together to make sure that we are achieving our goals, whatever it is and whatever we need at the time you know, di dipping into each other's resources to make sure that we get everything that we need to see us become successful. And we cannot do it alone. You know, the whole, the whole concept of solopreneur, you know, by myself, an island or, you know, this independent woman, we don't need anyone to, to 
to be successful. We're going to do it all on our own. And that is an absolute fallacy. It's some nonsense. It's some BS. Okay. We need a community. We need networking. We need relationships. I talk about that money only comes from one source, one source. And sometimes people are like, what's that? The bank, the ATM? No, 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 no. Money comes from one source and that source is people, 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 only people have money. Trees don't have money. Um, you know, animals don't have money. We're the only species on the planet that understands and utilizes money. And it is legitimately just energy. Okay. If we all tomorrow, if every single person on the planet looked at a dollar bill and said, it means nothing, it would mean nothing. It is the value that we as people give it. It only has value because we give it value and we all agree on it. It's a collective consciousness. And so people are your ticket to making money. Relationships are your ticket to making money. I've said this before. If you're hanging out with broke people, where are you getting any money? You don't have any people in your network that have money. So how are you making money? You got to seek out people. If you want to be a millionaire, you have to seek out other millionaires and hang out with them and get in the circle that they're in. And that's not an easy thing to do. But you, what you, the first step I would say is define, define exactly who you want to attract. So I was watching a video the other day cause I like to prepare for these things slightly. I don't, I don't like over prepare because I find that to be kind of dull and dry. I like to kind of just open the mic and go with the flow of what's in my head, but I do like to, to mull over things and think about things. And I was watching this guy talk about, you know, how to build a network for yourself. And he said this, he said, you have to define who you want to attract. And he said at one point in time, he was a vegan bodybuilder. So he wrote down that he wanted to attract other vegan bodybuilders. Well, there's not a lot of them. Okay. But I guess there was one guy that was a a award-winning vegan bodybuilder. And so he went to the event that this guy was, I don't even, I'm not in the bodybuilding world, but you know, when you go on a stage and you see all those bodybuilders and they're posing and they're all oiled up and they're like crispy tan, I think uh, Storm knows (laughs) knows this world, right? Uh, So he went to that event and he ended up finding the guy and saying, I am also into vegan bodybuilding. And they became a relation and they, they built a relationship and now they're like friends and hang out and stuff. So you need to really be clear on who you want to attract into your life. You know, if you're a pastor like Pastor Jeff, you're probably going to want to attract other like-minded Christians and pastors in your life. So you write that down. Not everybody in the world is looking to hang out with millionaires. Some people are looking to hang out with, you know, if you're an artist, you're going to want to attract other artists into your life. Does, um, does anybody know who Basqua is? You can unmic and say yes or no. Anybody know who Basqua is? Am I pronouncing his yes, name? Basquiat. Okay. Basquiat. Thank you. Um, so he was a street artist. Nobody knew him. And at the time, um, Andy Warhol was a fan of his. Andy Warhol chose to take him off the streets and actually let him live with him for years while he was able to focus on his painting. Now, 
Oh my gosh. Okay. This guy just leveled up big time for having a very famous artist pick him up because he liked his work, put him in his home. Imagine what kind of doors got open to him. And he was actually, his artwork was featured. I believe it was a Blondie video. Now he passed away at a young age because I believe he had a drug addiction, but because of who he was and what he did, he attracted a very well-known artist into his life. And then doors of opportunities opened for him. So that's another thing. Not only do you define who it is that you want to bring into your life, like everything, I would say like, you know, define anyone that you want in your circle and then become a person of value. You know, there's times where I talk about, I have a, a whole little spiel and I have it open. I'll read it. I have 10 ways to build your high net worth, high worth network. Um, and one of them, the first thing I say is focus on your own goals. And the guy that I was listening to earlier this week said the same thing. He said, be the person that other successful people want to be around. Be more valuable. Be more valuable. So do the things that you need to do. Be the person that you need to be in order to draw in the people that you want to have around your circle. People hang out with other people because they get something from them. Let's just be honest. Okay. And that's not a bad thing, you know, because camaraderie, um, inspiration, uh, opportunities, people want to be hang, hang around people that are valuable. If, if I, our vibe attracts our tribe. If, if we're not gaining something good from our relationships, typically we don't, we don't want to have a relationship with that person. Right. You know, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not into hunting or fishing. I don't really hang out with, with that kind like sports people. It would be strange for me to hang out with a fisherman because I don't really like boats or the water and I don't like to fish. So I don't hang out with people like that. I hang out with people, typically women, mostly Crystal and Nicole obsessively on FaceTimes with them working on our, you know, on our business and, and building our community and other women in our community that are entrepreneurs, that are moms that mompreneurs that are seeking to improve themselves because I am and continue to want to be a person who is a mompreneur, who is working on their goals, who is seeking to accomplish things in life, who is inspiring and motivating. And therefore I surround myself with other people who do the same. So in order to surround, to attract and draw in the people that you want to have in your circle, you need to become the person that they find valuable. You need to do the things that are in alignment with what they would be doing. Okay. So it's defining who they are, those people, your ideal avatar, network avatar. You know, you say your clients do have an avatar. I would say your, your network should also have an avatar. And then also saying to myself, how can I become more valuable to them? Okay. So do the things that you need to do to become more valuable. Um, to me, if, if, if I wanted to become more valuable to the people around me, well, I would certainly double down in making my business more successful in consuming as much, you know, self-development, business development information as I possibly can, you know, getting adequate amount of sleep and rest, having good, healthy eating habits 
an exercise habit so I feel good about myself. You know, I talk about this as well. I, I, I really, after having a 150 pound weight loss, I really work on for myself and for other women to cancel the concept of women's value is based on how we look and what our number on our scale says. Okay. But at the same time, I still want to be healthy and feel good about myself. So I know my value is not based on the, the amount of mass that my body takes up on this space. That's nonsense. Society has placed that upon women in a cruel way to keep us down and also keep us competitive with each other. That's it's, it's disgusting in my opinion. And so I really work on when I hear other women in my network, in my community saying anything negative about the way they look and, and believe me, women, we know it, we all do it, right? I'm talking myself just as well as I'm talking to everybody else. And I, and I bring it up consciously. I say, no, we are our value and how we feel about ourselves should never be based on our, our weight. However, I believe that feeling good comes with eating healthy because it makes your body feel good. And I feel like feeling good comes with exercising because it makes your body feel good. Okay. So have that in your mind that you know that your value is based on what God has ordained for you as a human being, as a valued person on, in the, on the world, on this planet, not on what a scale says, but also know, do the things to make you feel good and make you feel more confident because your body is a temple and you need to be able to have the habits of successful people. Highly successful people typically take care of their bodies, not necessarily in a perfectionist way, but in a way that they, okay, I swam today. I feel good because I moved my body. I got blood throwing flowing through my veins. You know, if you take, if you enjoy taking a walk on the beach, go take a walk on the beach. I hate swimming. I don't like water up my nose and my eyes and my ears. I don't like it. So I'm not going to enjoy that task. That's not going to make me feel good. I like the Peloton because I like the instructors. I like the music. I like being, I hate cardio. And this is a way that I enjoy moving my body. So that is what I do. Some people hate the bike. They like yoga. Do what it is that your body likes to do. And, and that is um, a way to become, feel, that is a way to help you feel good, become more confident, and ultimately attract successful people into your life. I also think having affirmations. I even do this with my daughter. In the, on the way to school, we're like, okay, let's do our affirm, affirmations for today. And she loves it. I am powerful. I am loved. I am strong. I am healthy. I am an entrepreneur. My daughter has now started a, a little shop outside our front door in our neighborhood. So when I get done with all the mom link stuff, I come home and my daughter's like, mom, you got five minutes and then you're at work. I'm like, girl, I don't even get paid for this. I'm starting to, I'm going to tell her I need to be on payroll. She's going to start paying rent. I'm telling you, man. Selling girl, my energy drinks out yeah, of the damn refrigerator. Yeah. We're selling water bottles, energy drinks, all the things. Then she had me yesterday making, um, marketing materials. I'm, I kid you not. This girl has me making marketing materials and she goes to the people's doors and knocks on the door and says, here, come to my house. I have water bottles. Today we're making brownies. $2. I accept cash.
praising us for that because guess what? Todd is a businessman. I'm an entrepreneur. We're in her network. And so this beginning accomplish and I love that for her. So we it's it goes to show that you know you are the sum of the five you spend time with. I spent a lot of time with Todd. Uh, I I think that that's a wonderful thing. He rubs off on me. You know, he's reading for the first time uh Rich Dad Poor Dad and he's like it's blowing his mind. He's he's read it before, but he's rereading it and he's gaining new knowledge, right? And so he's talking to me about that stuff and I'm regaining some of this knowledge as well. Oops, I think I'm Oh no. I'm trying to get out of the car. Give me one second. Okay. Do you guys hear me? Okay. Okay. Um and I hang out with Crystal and Nicole. Those two people, they're amazing women. They're we're always lifting each other up. I had a little fear the other day and they were like heck no, you know, we're going to, we're going to do this thing and it's going to be amazing. And it's like, you know, you need to surround yourself with people who are going to a tell you the truth when you're doing something wrong, but also help inspire you when, you know, you're, you and, and cheerlead you on when you have a moment of doubt. That's what, that's what having amazing business partners are for having people on your team that have skills and resources that may be aren't your area of, of expertise. You know, what, what Nicole accomplishes in an afternoon would take me months to do because that's not my area of expertise. And she knows my, my strengths and weaknesses and I know her strengths and weaknesses and we play off each other's, okay? So know who you want to attract, be the person that you want to attract, and then surround yourself with those top five people that are ultimately going to help you accomplish your goals and understand that money only comes from one place and that is people. You need to surround yourself with people that understand your value and that are going to be the ones that want to purchase your product or service. So those are my tips today. Uh, it's about 8.20. Uh, I know we have a link at the top. We're hosting, excuse me, our third virtual event. It is, this one is going to be an amazing mastermind. I'm so excited. You know, we're, a lot of times we listen and get inspired, but this is going to be a real working thing. I want women on this Zoom call to be raising their hands. I want to hear about what's going on in their business. What are some of the challenges they're facing? And we're going to work on those things together. And we're going to learn together. Like real, let's get down and dirty. Let's get in the mud of what's happening with our community and, and, and work through all those things to be able to see them elevate themselves and grow in business. That's the link at the top. Uh, we have over, we have hundreds of women signed up for this. I'm so excited. I really want y'all to be there. So click that link. Uh, the code is tribe. If you want 50% off. So the ticket for this entire all day Saturday event will only be $25. If you use the code capital T capital R I B E all caps tribe, and we'll see you uh, next Saturday all day working and really getting down and dirty with what uh, we need to do in order to elevate ourselves and our businesses. With that being said, I'm going to pass it off to my beautiful counterpart, uh, Crystal, who, by the way, is very humble when it comes to this, but has done incredible work around the globe 
with HIV and so many other different things that she has really, really impacted the world and doesn't really brag about it as much as she should, but I can brag for her. This woman has dedicated her life to making a difference in the world for people who may be suffering with um, things or at, at a level where they can't help themselves. And she has really, really dug deep to make it her life's mission to help the world. Then she became a mom and now she's doing even more impact in the world uh, here on Clubhouse and on Instagram and on our platforms uh, to help other moms elevate themselves and reach their goals in life and business. So I couldn't be more proud of this person. I love Crystal and Nicole. I lucked out in life. Uh, and it is a blessing to have those two as my business partner. Uh, we are going to actually meet up together for the first time, all three of us here in Delray Beach in April to work with Danelle Delgado, has, who has worked with um, Glenn Lundy because she is a millionaire maker and we are now her VIP clients to take MomLink 10 exit to the next level uh, to become a multi-million dollar business where all mompreneurs in the world know who we are and are part of our community and are getting the tools and resources and skills necessary to grow in life and business. So we're so excited about that. And with that being said, I will pass it over to you, Crystal. Oh my goodness. Good morning, everybody. Let's all flash our mics. For the amazing Gina, always bringing you fire, always bringing you inspiration, always showing up for everyone else, including me. Gina, you just made my heart full, my smile ear to ear this morning and reminding me that the mom link truly walks, you know, walks the talk, shows up for others and reminds people how amazing they are. And that's what relationships and networking and and building community is all about so i want to see who is sleeping who is awake on this stage i am here to provide some networking tips some relationship building tips uh but i also want to i know there's people on stage right now who also has some gems some networking tips that uh you are holding in your pocket so flash your mic because we are going to get to you i want to hear some networking tips if you've got networking tips and you're sitting on stage flash your mic okay i see the beautiful christina shea who's on stage I also see the med spa professor. So we will come back to you ladies and to anybody else on stage who has some networking tips that they would like to share. You know, Gina, you just reminded me and that's what I wanted to bring today. I wanted to bring a little bit of, you know, my experience and my background in the nonprofit world and the fund development and fundraising. I mean, you can't work in nonprofit if you ain't fundraising, right? You can't work for any good cause if you aren't you know, focused on fund development, donor relationships, so important. And, you know, it's a really scary thing uh, if your mindset isn't right with money and your relationship isn't right with money. Uh, how are you going to ask other people for money? I'm not going to dive into that. We talked about that last week and getting your mindset and your relationship right with money. And it's so important because without that, you cannot get started in building your business, building your community or building your network. So I always want to remind everybody, and the mom link has done this extremely successful, build your network before you need it. I'm going to say that again, build your network, your community before you need it, before you are going to tap into it. And the other thing that, you know, I read this morning, I was looking up some inspirational quotes. It's the first thing I do in the morning. You know, I want to get pumped up for- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. 
Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. My morning, so I look up some inspirational quotes and I looked up some stuff about networking and it said, you know, it reminded me and it's so true. And Nicole always, Nicole's the best at using, um, what do you call it? Analogies. Uh, and I've heard Nicole use this all the time. You are not hunting. You are a farmer. You are planting seeds, you're going to water them, and you're going to cultivate your land. So you are not hunting for the new contact or that person who's going to get you the next level up or that person who's going to get you to the, you know, the potential donor who's going to donate a million dollars to your organization and, or to your cause. You are farming, you are cultivating, you are planting seeds, you are watering those seeds, you're cultivating relationships before you jump in and ask for what you need. All right, so I wanna jump into my first tip. So I'm gonna go through a couple of tips and a couple of examples on you know, how that worked for me in my background in fundraising, fund development, or uh, the work that I did in the nonprofit world. So the first tip, um, and you know what, this tip actually is my experience comes from Clubhouse and working in the MomLink community, trying to get visible, trying to build the credibility for the MomLink. Um, and trying to network and build relationships, you know, with people like Gina just explained, with influential people, with people that you want to surround yourself with. And what I've noticed that some people, you know, some people are so terrified, like, oh, okay, I really want to um, speak with Credit Ninja, you know, oh my goodness, I really want her to pay attention to me and I, I really want to network with Credit Ninja. Well, the first thing we all need to do, the number one tip, and it's so simple, get in a clubhouse room or get in that community or get to that networking event and show up, listen, be authentic and pay genuine interest in someone else. Don't just show up on a clubhouse room and listen for five minutes and think that you can now, you know, um, connect directly, have a genuine connection with Credit Ninja. You've got to get to know Credit Ninja. She might not be getting to know you at the moment, but you're getting to know her before you jump in, before you start the networking. And then, so my first tip is pay someone a sincere and genuine compliment to kick off the relationship, to plant that seed. That's your, that's the planting of the seed. So make sure you are doing that before you're just diving in, you know, and that can be a simple back chat message on Clubhouse. We all do that. You, somebody says something that resonates with you, start softly, you know, Start by just a simple, like, I loved your share and this is why. Use the person's name. Remember, let the person know, I actually know your name. I actually know what you do. And I actually listened to what you said and this is why I loved it. This is why it resonated with me. My second tip is don't attend an event with the list of things that you want to achieve at this event. So if you're going to a networking party, you know, the BIA or whatever networking event, or when I would go to a networking event with a, you know, a ton of donors there, don't arrive with like, okay, I need to leave with, you know, a $25,000 check for my charity. I need to, you know, leave with five contacts who, you know, are gonna get me in publicity um, features. You are going to arrive at a networking event you're going to arrive in these clubhouse stages. You're going to arrive with a list of things that you can offer, what value you can provide before you start jumping in and going for the hunting piece. You know, you're not that hunter, you're a gatherer. You're planting those seeds. 
So make sure you are arriving with a, and we've learned this through Clubhouse. That is the one thing on Clubhouse we are all certain of. The people who are successful on this app and who have blown up are literally throughout the window what they're looking to achieve, what they're looking to gain, whatever they're looking for, they threw that out the window. They're showing up on Clubhouse, providing value, pouring into people because that's what builds relationships. That's what builds trust. So that's my tip number two. Networking's not about collecting contacts. It's all about planting those relationships. Tip number three, keep in touch, get to know people and pay attention to what's important to them um, uh, long-term. So I'm gonna give an example, and this is like an extreme example, but the most nerve wracking networking I've ever done so I used to work for the international campaign to ban landmines. Specifically, I would lo lobby governments at United Nations conferences. I would show up with a, you know, not alone, but uh, with a group of other activists and um, survivors of victim-activated weapons. So just a quick thing, so people know what I'm talking about, victim-activated weapons. So I was lobbying governments about the weapons that were on the ground of countries that you know experienced a war 40 years ago. But there's weapons on the ground, like landmines or cluster munitions, that are still killing people, that are still injuring people. So I'd show up to these United Nations conferences and lobby governments. But I couldn't show up there with without what I could offer them. How am I going to convince a government official or government represent representative to ban landmines if I couldn't offer something? You know, so what would we show up as as a coalition? We would show up with a plan of action for them, steps on how to, you know, destroy their stockpiles of landmines in their countries, the benefits to that, what benefits they had, what perks they had. We had to come prepared on what benefits you could provide to the person that ultimately you're looking for them to serve you for some purpose. Tip number four, don't replace human interaction with technology. So important. This app is amazing through a pandemic, especially as a Canadian. I've been in lockdown for like 575,000 days. So <laughs> I'm finally out of lockdown. And let me tell you, don't replace just technology with human interaction make if you have the opportunity and you hear it all the time get off this app meet up with people even if it's a two-hour drive you know i just met up with somebody who's 15 minutes away away from me and that doesn't happen often i'm in a small southwestern city in in uh ontario over here but i found somebody and i met her off the app and it, it's you know i'm building relationship now that person feels that much more connected to me not only have I met with this person in person, face to face, having a coffee, sharing, you know, a little bit about our lives together, building that relationship, but this woman's part of our community. And my job to um, build network, to build community, and one of the tips I'm going to give you is encourage networking and foster relationships amongst the people in your community. That's something, again, that you're providing a value. You know, it's one thing to come to an event and try and network with people. It's a whole nother ballgame. It's a whole nother level when you're able to walk into an event and you see Kim and you're like, oh my goodness, Kim, meet Mary. She's in the same field as you. You guys could collaborate and create magic together and, you know, really level up. If you create a success, successful relationship amongst two other people, if you foster networking amongst two other people in your community, oh my goodness, they are never going to forget you. They're going to appreciate you. So remember that. 
and think about networking. I'm going to throw in another tip right here because I thought about this the other day. One of the things when you're going after large donors, so hospitals, large organizations. So when I worked for the United Way and in and, and fund development and, and volunteer management and all that stuff, um, the, who's the biggest, what are the biggest donor checks that are received at hospitals? Believe it or not, most of them take like five, 10, 20 years to um, massage, to cultivate that relationship. But those, let me tell you, those checks coming in are in the millions. And what are they? They're bequests. They're, they're relationships that were nurtured, that were fostered, that were maintained, that you know may have taken. And you can't underestimate the value of that building that relationship because you never know what happens. So a lot of these huge donors, uh, um, donor, um, the, the, the huge, sorry, I'm lacking the word a little bit of brain fog. The huge checks that come into hospitals are actually through bequests. People who have left a legacy behind in a financial way for a hospital, for a cause, for a relationship that was cultivated over years and years and years. What's my last thing here? Uh, don't, okay, this is my last point. And then I want to hear from everybody else because I want to, I have a pen and paper I'm writing, I'm ready to take down and absorb all of your networking tips that you have to share as well. Um, so my last tip is don't engage in premature solicitation, that nothing is worse than that. Nothing is worse than, you know, hearing from somebody trying to sell me something and I don't even really know much about you. I'm probably not going to buy it unless your pitch was really, go really good. Unless you took Forbes Riley's class, you're in this room and your pitch is so good that, you know, maybe you'll sell me something right off the bat. But most of the time, no, you're not going to sell anything. And I tell this all the time when we talk about and we run masterclasses on building community. The question I ask always to, you know, break the ice for everybody is I'll ask and we're surrounded by a bunch of female entrepreneurs and business owners, mompreneurs. And the question I ask is, do you have a business or do you have clients um, and customers or do you have a community? And of course, you'll guess that most people will say will answer either they have a community or they have clients or customers. And I encourage people to scratch that thinking out the window. Your clients are your community. You need to start tr uh, treating your clients, your customers as community. You know, the perfect example for that is network marketing. Why does network marketing so successful? Because it's about relationship building. You know, I, I got involved with network marketing with doTERRA. Um, I didn't stay, to, I love doTERRA products. I still use them. I'm just not really into the business uh, of doTERRA right now, but um, it's not about selling the products. And you'll notice from anybody from doTERRA, sometimes even on their Instagram pages, you're like, well, I don't even see any doTERRA products. How do they sell them? A lot of networking, network marketing people, you don't see their products. They're not constantly pushing your products. What they're pushing is a lifestyle. What they're um, talking about is their lifestyle and how their lifestyle changed their life. They're empowering you. They're providing value. They're providing education. They are building relationships because, you know, the successful network marketing individuals, they are providing, they are networking, building relationships with the people under them. They're educating them. They're providing value. They're helping those people build the skills. So then those people can go on and so forth and do the same thing and replicate that. And that is like a pyramid of relate. I don't want to call it a pyramid sorry but that is like a the best relationship building the net best net that's why it's called network marketing right it's not net sitting it's not net eating it's net working you show up and you need to work and that work consists of educating providing value pouring into people um, relationship building people getting to know you so they're not believing in doTERRA products 
first and foremost, they're believing in you. They're believing in the relationship you built with them and the trust that you built with them. And now they build, they, they have that trust and relationship with the products that you're trying to encourage them, you know, to go and promote or to go and sell. Okay. So those are my tips. I hope that landed. I hope that resonated. Um, and I want to hear, let's go over, I want to hear everybody else's networking tips. So get out your paper and pen, make sure you're writing down people's tips. I know people have a lot to share in this room. So Christina Shea, uh, is actually one of our sponsors for our mini mom link summit happening on March the 5th that Gina talked about. The link is up at the top. If you like a little bit more information about the event, but Christina Shea is a female entrepreneur. And, uh, I get excited when I say this, cause I don't need too many Canadians in the, on the app, but she is from Ontario, Canada, only two hours from me. She's a female entrepreneur with an amazing, um, clean, um, toxin-free skincare line called Blue Sky. So Christina, what is your networking relationship building tip for us today? Hello, Crystal. Thank you so much for the lovely introductions. I always love Breakfast of Champions. It's a great way to start your day, but I, I, really do believe that your network is your net worth. I mean, we've heard that a lot over Clubhouse and just in general. I feel a lot of times when I have done, you know, a lot of these um, networking events, I mean, I've gone all over the world. I was in the public cannabis space. My my uh, products actually contain CBD, but I've spoken, I've networked, and I've been with all sorts of um, people, been on stages and all that. But I do feel sometimes we don't listen. <laughs> I, I call it active listening. Uh, listen to the person that you're actually talking to. Sometimes people are, you know, doing their phone, they're multitasking. Um, and if I don't feel someone's particularly paying attention to what I'm saying or vice versa, um, I don't really feel that's building a relationship and the other person will notice or think that, oh, maybe this person is on to the next, you know? So, because I do believe in first impressions are important and when you are not really putting your full attention onto someone, uh, I think that's just the wrong approach. You have to really listen, um, take in what they're saying, remember their name um, is very key. And I think, you know, having a great, I wouldn't say an elevator pitch is like what you have to do, but really be active listening, really be able to short, you know, give a short, concise description of what you do, um, create some interest. But also when you're listening, um, you know, create that body language. I think that's one of the things sometimes people are you know, nervous or whatever, but you know, you can look up all these chips and tricks about body language, but a lot of it's like, you know, just being charismatic, listening, you know, even tilting your head, like knowing that, you know, that person here sees that you are listening to what they're saying. And uh, I mean, business cards where I'm doing this myself, I'm going to update. We all have those old fashioned business cards, but I feel now everybody's moving to this electronic um, you know, scan your card, but it could get lost too. I feel like almost you Neil, still need that tangible business card and you still need that electronic backup. But as you said, take all those relationships and make meetings and, and, you know, connect over zoom. I think because of clubhouse and zoom now networking is more global than ever. And you have the more, more power. Now you don't have to be in person all the time, but I still think being in person is the best way to actually really develop relationships. And I just went to 10 X ladies and I can't say enough about the women I've met. I mean, including Gina uh, and some of the other ladies, obviously Elena Cardone, I'm now a licensee of hers for her um, amazing build an empire. I can't say enough about that because you can talk to people on the phone, you can do the Zoom, which is a great warm up. But when you are in person, that is the, the, the highest value of uh, relationship building and communication and, and really creating that real 
bond and you never know where that might be and also never 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 underestimate somebody you never know where they will be um i was svp of a cannabis company and i can say as a woman when i was younger people underestimated me so never do that because you never know where they might be and where they might be able to help you later on in life or where they may not want to help you so um i'm gonna leave it with that so i think again um, I do have a quote, actually, I was trying to find it here. Oh, this is from Zig Ziglar. Uh, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people to get what they want. So I'm Christina Shea, and I'm complete. I love that, Christina. I love it. And you know what, Christina, you reminded me something of the other day when we were chatting on the phone. Uh, so first of all, Christina had her beauty products her skincare line inside of 10X Ladies Diamond Swag Bag. And you know what you reminded me and inspired me of the other day, Christina, when you told me that? Was, you know, you're going to get lots of no's. So once you've built those relationships, you've cultivated and, you, you know, you've got the relationships, you know, you're, you might get a lot of no's along the way. But on that final no, there comes a yes. And on that yes is your business depends, the world depends. And Christina, you didn't stop. You wanted, you saw it. You saw, I want, you know, these skincare, my, my blue sky products in these bags. And, you know, they got there. That was from you. That was you relationship building. That was you being persistent. That was you being an active listener because they said they didn't, you know, that what products that they were looking for or what products they weren't looking to include. You were an active listener. So thank you so much for that share, Christina Shea. All right. And we have time for the last. I'd share. like to share. All right. Uh, let's head over to Kim for a quick share. And then we'll head over to the med spa professor. And then I'm going to pass the mic over to Nicole. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm on the Peloton, so I'm a little four speed ahead. So my tip was to do with the 10X ladies where Coach Stormy said there is, without reciprocity, there is no relationship. And that really stuck with me and showed me, it's like, how can I help you? You know, how can I become a part of your empire? And that's the planting of the seeds. Thank you, this is Kim. Yes, Kim, I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for that share. All right, let's head over to the med spa professor. Go ahead, beautiful. Good morning. Thank you so much for such an amazing masterclass. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks for all the nuggets. Uh, my contribution will be to be able to network properly and bring value to people. Sometimes you just have to be willing to serve their own higher purpose. And that means you go in with the intention just to be of service. And that allows you to be able to create space for yourself and they begin to see the value that you bring to the table. You know, um, one of the wonderful mentors that I get mentored by from a distance, Miles Monroe, who is now no longer with us, you know, he talked heavily about how when he started to speak, he was able to speak, or actually he had to speak for free for about 15 years. And by the time he finally got a paid speaking gig, God elevated him to the point where his very first paid paid gig was not at the level that he would have gotten paid as a beginner speaker. He got paid as an expert speaker. So he literally was able to get compensated for almost 15 years of serving with his gifts for free. So that's kind of like my approach. I always love to jump in and be like, oh, this is what I can do. And I'd love to use it to add value to you. Obviously, let me know if I can pour in. And if not, you know, I just hang back and just be able to just observe and still be part of the community. But that's kind of like my 
my own top networking tip and how I just make relationships, but go in with a sense of value to serve. My name is Dr. Ode Matsma, professor, and I yield my mic. Thank you so much for such an amazing morning, ladies. I absolutely love that. It cannot be any more true. And you know what? I'm going to quickly relate this. You know, people ask me, I used to be a volunteer manager and people are like, well, how do you get volunteers to, you know, volunteer for that many hours a week or fundraise? Like, oh my goodness, I can't keep a volunteer to stick with me. You want to know why? Because I poured into them. I provided value. I educated. I provided skill building opportunities. It wasn't about me and what I needed from them. It was what I could provide to volunteers. And guess what? I could still call upon one of those volunteers from 10, 15 years ago, and they would still show up. They would still be ready to serve for whatever cause that, you know, I was looking to get them involved in. Anyways, that is my piece for this morning. I'm going to pass the mic over to my beautiful partner in crime, Nicole Puckering, uh, who is going to tap in and pour into you uh, beautiful people as well. Thank you so much. Good morning, champions. Happy Thursday. It's almost Friday, but if you're truly living your purpose, every day should feel like Friday. So I'm just going to talk a little bit today. You know, Gina and Crystal really covered some super amazing points, um, tips, tricks, uh, and truly the, the qualities and requirements that it takes to build relationships, because we all know that relationship building is really the key to life, because anything is possible when you have the right people there to support you. Anything is possible when you have the right people there to encourage you, to pour into you, to believe in you, right? Um, and that's why it's so important to have a good network, right? And even beyond a network, it's key to have two or three or four people that you can really count on um, when you're not feeling, when you're not, you know, when you need that encouragement, when you need that support, when you need that truth um, to kind of shake you up a little bit, tell you the truth and allow you the real roadmap to move forward, right? Because I think a lot of times, you know, a, a lot of friendships that we make can be very superficial and often self-serving, right? And so when we, those are the kind of friendships that, you know, they're based on gossip or they're based on a common enemy or they're based on you know, truly not good principles of life. And we've all had those kind of relationships where it's like, oh, I know I can call this person to talk a little shit about, you know, Jane or um, XYZ, right? But those are really kind of, if you find yourself having those gossip relationships, you really need to, to work inward, right? Because nobody likes somebody who's gossiping. If, if you're gossiping about others, if they're gossiping about others, they're probably gossiping about you. And sometimes it's a lesson that, um, you know, kind of backfires on us. We all will learn it, but it's something that's like, it's not a, it's not like, oh, that was, you know, I'm so grateful that I learned that lesson, right? It's a little bit of an embarrassing one, um, but I'm sure we've all kind of been there. So I'm going to talk today just a little bit about some qualities of people who have trouble building relationships. And I can say that because I am someone who, from a young age, I struggled with building relationships. And the reason for that, truly and honestly, the foundational reason for that was because I wasn't being myself. I wasn't being genuine. I was being who I, who, um, you know, the people that I wanted to be friends with, who I thought they wanted me to be. 
And I think we do that even as adults. And I'm sure, you know, as children, um, that's something that, you know, you, you've, you're like, oh, I really want to be their best friend. I really want to, you know, build a relationship with this person. I really want this person on my team. So let me be who I think they want me to be, right? And that's always going to be a doomed relationship, right? Because if you're not being genuinely who you are, then you cannot build a relationship because that relationship will be built on false pretenses. So growing up as a um, pretty much like the only child because I had two brothers, they were eight years older than me, um, very like uh, annoying little sister. Like I, you know, I never got, um, you know, there was never enough for me. Everything was always taken by my brothers. So I was like a very, um, I became, I kind of, I kind of, um, adopted a selfish personality in a sense. And so that really worked against me in building relationships, right? Because if you are somebody who is looking out for themselves instead of looking out for others, it's going to be very tough to build relationships. So if there's somebody in your life that you're like, you know, you don't have the best relationship. The number one question you should ask yourself is what have I done for them lately? Right? Like, like that song, what have you done for me lately? What have you done for them lately? Because relationships truly are, whether it's platonic, whether it's a marriage, whether it's, you know, a girlfriend, boyfriend relationship, it's compliments are short lived, right? So you give someone a compliment yesterday, they probably forget about it today. But that's why it's so important to consistently pour into the cup, into the cup of friendship, into the cup of relationship, into the cup of networking. So not being self-centered, always coming from a servant attitude, being service-oriented and being selfless. It's never about you and always about them, right? What can you do for them? What can you provide for them? Gina touched on this, and Gina is someone who does this very well. Gina, she is able to, you know, rub shoulders and... Um, you know, really network and build relationships really fast because she does this so well, right? She's never, she, it's never about Gina. It's always about what can Gina provide? How can she use her skill, her, her skills, her resources, her abilities to bring value to that person or to that network, right? And that's truly, that's, if there was one key to all of this, that would be the key. That would be the key that I could give you that could unlock every door to every relationship that you've ever wanted, truly and honestly. Um, so people who have trouble building relationships are self-centered. They don't listen or they're listening to react, right? Oh, oh, oh that, you know, I had the same thing happen to me. Or, oh, 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 oh um, you know, I, I didn't see it that way. I saw it like this right? They're not listening to respond. They're listening to react, right? We all know those annoying people, right? It's like, are you listening to me? Or are you just listening to, you know, to make a point of conflict or to, you know, tell, you know, we all, we've all been in that situation. I had one friend, um, well, terrible friend, actually, <laughs> now that I'm looking back in high school, 
and everything that I would acquire, she'd be like, oh, I, I have that. Like, you know, those Tommy jeans that you get when, you know, you're in grade 10. And it's like, oh my God, love these Tommy jeans. It cost me a hundred dollars. I had to beg my mom for months for these, right? And she's like, oh yeah, I have those. They're at my mom's house. But like, you never see them, right? Or it's like, oh, you know, I just got a Walkman. It's like, oh yeah, I have that same one. It's just at my dad's house, right? Or like, that's like so annoying. And to, and to this day, even though, we truly didn't have like, we had a really superficial friendship. Um, looking back, it's easy for me to talk about qualities of bad relationships. Cause I've had quite a few bad relationships and I think it's truly based on the premise of, you know, not being genuine to who you are, right? Not being genuine and authentic, but being, you know, who you think that person wants you to be, to fit in right? To be in that in crowd, right? Um, so people who, who have trouble building relationships are self-centered. They listen, they don't listen, or they listen to react and not respond. They don't have good intentions for you. They have good intentions for themselves, right? People who are great at building relationships, they are service oriented. They are selfless, you know, they listen with the with intent, they listen to respond, they listen to assist. Um, and, you know, people who who have trouble with this, they're kind of, they self isolate, right? They're the ones that are like at the house Friday night in their pajamas by 6pm watching rom coms. Right? If you want to build relationships, you have to go where the people are. Again, if you want to build relationships, you have to go where the people are. So Clubhouse is really an accelerator for um, relationship building. And the reason why is because, you know, I'm not reading a lifeless text. I can hear your voice. I can hear your passion. I can hear your tonalities. I can hear the way that you, you know, the, the things that light you up, the things that, that don't, right? And if I'm in enough rooms with you, I can really get to know you on an accelerated level rather than just looking at your picture perfect, um, you know, squares on social media. And so, um, you know, go where the people are. So if there's people that you want to rub shoulders with and get to know in, and you know they frequent rooms, pop into those rooms. Make your voice heard. Be on the stage, right? Be yourself. Be yourself, okay? You know, people who, who are great at building relationships, they're, they're they they're able to find common ground with people. And when you find common ground with people, you quickly can build rapport. And rapport builds trust, it builds credibility, and it builds the foundation that's required for a relationship. So truly and honestly, finding common ground with someone is something that you should do within the first conversation, right? Um, and not in a superficial way, like, oh yeah, I have those same Tommy jeans, right? It has to be substantial. It has to be something of substance. It has to be, you know, something that, you know, isn't like identical to that person, but you can build and expand on. People who have trouble building relationships, they don't make time to nurture these relationships because relationships are truly like, you know, platonic or, or husband or boyfriend or whatever, you know, when you, when you meet that person, you want to spend a lot of time with them. You go out for dinner, you go out on dates, you um, go to the movies, you, you really 
concentrate on spending time and building with them. So you can't expect to build a relationship if you're not in the same, if you don't frequent the same places, if you aren't putting yourself in a position where the people that you want to be around are, it's it's not going to happen for you, right? Like you can be sitting in your living room in your pajamas like, oh, I wish I had, I wish I had built this relationship. Well, you can take your pajamas off, you know, put on a nice dress, you know, go to Eventbrite, see what, what kind of uh, events are going on in, in your city. You know, there's so many real estate events, there's so many women's events and groups, there's so many, um, you know, guys night outs and sports and there's there's so many opportunities to network right and even if you don't have anyone to go with go by yourself go by yourself you have to be comfortable enough with yourself for anybody else to like you you have to be comfortable enough with yourself confident enough in your own self for others to like you if you don't love yourself how can anyone love you Right? Am I speaking the truth? Yes, you are. So, yes, yes. Absolutely. And honestly, that can be a really hard thing, right? Because so often, like, have you ever noticed, and this goes for myself as well, that when it's really quiet, you get a little uncomfortable? You want to turn the TV on or turn the radio on or you want some background noise, right? You get a little uncomfortable. But you have to ask yourself, why am I uncomfortable sitting here with myself? I don't need background noise. I need to really get to know my thoughts. You know, I need to really get to know my programming. I need to really get to know what my intentions are. And that's a great way to become clear with yourself. So if you want a quick exercise on to check on whether you are comfortable with yourself, have a quiet home and just sit there and see if that makes you uncomfortable, <laughs> right? Because truly and honestly, people that are content with themselves, people that are driven, that are organized, um, that are goal setters and goal getters, they are very comfortable sitting in silence and sitting with themselves. And so I'm going to move on to, you know, I just went over, they don't take time to nurture relationships. They're not comfortable with themselves. Another one, you know, I covered the untrustworthy, the gossip person. You really have to be honest about who you are and who you want to align with. You know, there's this thing that, and I'm just going to wrap it up really quickly because I know we're on top of the hour, but I'm going to leave it at this. If you cannot be honest about who you are, you can't. You can't align with the right people that you are meant to bring into your life. And the reason of that is because like attracts like, right? Who you are, greatness attracts greatness. And the last thing I'll say is this. If you subscribe to the belief that you find yourself like take, write that down on a piece of paper, burn it and throw it in the wind because you do not find yourself, you create yourself. And you have to create a person that you desire that aligns with your long-term goals, your short-term goals. And if you can sit and define that person 
and do the things every single day that align with that person, your net, it will be so much easier to build your network because you're coming from a place of, of genuineness and of authenticity. And I'll just close with this quote. Anything is possible when you have the right people there to support you, to encourage you, to love you. And that's, that's all I got, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.